We're live. Good evening. Hello. It is the end of the week and that can only mean one thing. You are live here with us, Team Superdad, friends, family, members around the world. It's the wrap up. Let's do this. Roll thick. Welcome to Team Superdad. Real dads creating their best lives ever. More time, more money, more fun. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad. Good evening, good evening. This is the Team Super Dad wrap up. Welcome to you all, literally all we know. Numbers still creeping up, Glenn. It's quite exciting. Um, for those watching, you can see my good friend Glenn, aka a dating dad, on the other side of the screen. Oh, I can't hear you, Glenn. You're muted, bloody machine. I meant I, I, I was just saying I was just spitting lyrics and spouting truth. <laughs> he did. He just did little little rap. It was brilliant, but you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I I'll tell you something about rapping actually in a second. Um, but yeah, this is the wrap up. This is the end of the week. This is where we 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 just like as if we were in a pub. Glenn and I. Glenn's got a little which, which, is, which is coming up soon. Pubs are opening. I saw your picture of you actually outside of a pub drinking an alcoholic beverage. Uh, and we'll soon be able to go inside. I kind of wish I'd started up a little uh, little, little Shopify uh, blanket business for a month there. It would have been <laughs> a sweet opportunity, but sadly missed. Um, so, yes, if you're joining us, this is the wrap-up. We do this at the end of the week. It's, it's, it's two dads, two, two good old dads chit-chatting about what's been going down. Um, between ourselves, our work, our lives, topical nonsense. Uh, and uh, and if you know me, maybe you know me personally, maybe you just got to know me through the podcast, my brain just leaks random thoughts out. And, uh, and the podcast, the wrap-up, is the perfect place for those random thoughts to have a home, to, to, to gain legs. And uh, turns out Glenn, a.k.a. A Dating Dad, has been my perfect foil in this <laughs> Not only does he let my nonsense uh, breathe, but he generally has an uh, actual piece of factual stuff, which puts me in my place as well. So that's just... just... Well, it's never usually true, but you know, if you say something with enough confidence, then people believe you. My dad has lunched on that his whole life. He will quote stuff from the Bible. He will quote stuff from famous people's speeches. It is kind of accurate, but he says it with such confidence that everyone just believes it. It's, it's getting harder in this day and age of Google, though, because in the past you could just say whatever bullshit you wanted and, and no one would be able to call you out on it. Whereas yeah. these days people can instantly Google it. Yeah. Well, thanks to Elon, we'll, we'll soon be able to just we'll just be able to twitch our left eye and flick through a couple of pages of Wikipedia <laughs> and have it there at the palm, you know, tips. Not even the tips was... of the finger, beyond the tips of our finger, because we'll be able to put mm-hmm. it in bigger than we can touch it. Yeah, there was there was a, a sci-fi. I'm, I'm massively a sci-fi geek, and there was a book I was reading. I said, like, they get kind of indoctrinated into this world, and all this information, basically, all the knowledge they could ever want, gets put into their head, but they don't know it until they go and look for it. So it's like you've got Wikipedia stuck in your head, but that doesn't make you smart because you've still got to actually think, right? I want to find out about that, and then it has to file and, and do all that sort of stuff. So I reckon, no matter how much information was crammed into my head, I'd still sound stupid most of the time. Oh, wow. So you could have a thought like, what colour is the sand at the deepest bottom of the deepest sea? Mm -hmm. And until you think that thought, until you ask that question, you don't know. 
As soon as you ask the question, you know. It just <laughs> takes out the, the, the middle bit of research. <laughs> now I'm thinking about breasts for some reason. I'm thinking about <laughs> like, what size were and just running through random famous women from... Uh, from, from like, I can just up. imagine you on a Zoom call. You'll we'll be sitting there having a conversation and one of the wrap-ups and you'll just be blank and I'll just, Johnny... <laughs> Are you are you working out breast size again? And like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I was very happy with uh, my uh, recent relationship uh, progress uh, when I got to the stage of um, unhooking a bra for the first time in, mm-hmm. in in many years, and one-handed, quick, the quick thumb finger maneuver, <laughs> and, and away it came. It was just. It was like riding a bike. It was just a glorious moment. It, it, what do I, what do I get? A, I got an image of you doing it, and they go, "No, no, no! Put it back on! Put it back on! Let me do it again! Let me do it again!" <laughs> it's just, it wasn't a fluke. I remember this is great. Just completely killing the moment, <laughs> and going off on my own little personal triumph. <laughs> it's all about me, love. I, I do want to see them, but right now I just want to bask in my own majesty. Uh, <laughs> Where did that first? Uh, did 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 you get much like friends kind of peer knowledge passed down to you in those early stages of of discovering women, Glenn, or did you have to work? Oh out? no, no, no! Just just had to make it all up. I mean, I, I was lucky enough that um, when I got my first serious girlfriend, who ended up being my wife, it was you know she was in the same sort of position. So um, yeah, we kind of. Uh, uh, for want of a better phrase, fumbled our way through things together. Um, but yeah, I, I, I never had too, too much embarrassment about it. And uh, these days, I've just, I'm just hoping that the memories are going to, like you say, the, the muscle memory might kick in. Yeah, indeed it did. The first breast I ever touched was on a French exchange trip. Um, and in a pure in-betweeners-esque way, I told my mates... Uh, that I tweaked her nipple and then got mercilessly ribbed by them. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't understand. In my mind, I was like, that was the right thing to do, wasn't it, surely? But And they didn't know any more than flipping uh, (laughs) our in-betweener buddies did. (laughs) It was irrelevant whether I did the right thing or not. They were going to rip the piss out of me, uh, full stop. Anyway, so that put me back. Talking about in-betweeners, just to go back on, off on a tangent, um, uh, an in-betweeners link. Have you seen White Gold? No. What is White that? Gold. It's, it's got half the in-betweeners in it. It's got Jay and Simon. I think it's Simon. Um, yeah, the, the kind of uh, the, the trendiest, coolest one of them. Um, uh, and, yeah, and Jay used the, uh, the, the kind of dumbass who's all just claiming everything they're in this this tv show called white gold it's set in the 80s and yeah it's um double glazed salesman salesman. i love it i thought there there was only one series but i found another series on on um whatever it is netflix or prime or something like that and uh yeah they've got another one it is so so good i binged the whole thing in one night yeah uh i remember the episode where they accidentally end up in a dogging car park (laughs) (laughs) so if you like the in-betweeners you will love white gold as well yeah set in the 80s they are double glazing salesmen at the height of the double glazing kind of revolution uh, Mm. and they're rinsing it and and ripping people off and everything um 
classic British comedy. Yeah, love it, love it. I can actually imagine life being me being just like my dad was in the motor trade, so I have memories from being a young kid of all that kind of geezer esque sort of Farrers mm. and Blairs and Cortin <laughs> Escort Mark ones and uh, Capris, just fully Larry, Larry. Just Larry activity parties at our house. Blimey, my dad's a nutter. They 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 ripped it up. They did it in the sixties, seventies, and I guess into the eighties as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did have fun in the nineties, definitely. Yeah, oh, definitely. But I figured they were the generation. Like their parents would have been staid and prim and proper to a certain degree. I'm not saying all posh and all that, but you know, th- when their parents were kids, they didn't have the access to money. So I reckon our our parents' generation were the first generation where from early life they had access to disposable income they had houses and homes and and they yeah. could just go out and have parties and have nice clothes and that sort of stuff and i just figured they were just making it all up and just enjoying every second of it yeah technology yeah like not like technology we know but just actually just starting to get disposable things my dad was into rallying they used to go and rally around like the countryside in the middle of the night, they would just have a bunch of them would be marshals and the other bunch of them would race the race cars and they would mm-hmm. just stand at the end of one flipping point and then at the other end of the point and they would have a race during the night. It's mad, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and probably getting get half pissed as, as, as well and, and driving home and oh, yeah. man, brilliant. I think they were all shagging each other as well. I think I think that that's that's definitely a definitely a. a I was born like, in the wrong era. I really yeah, was. That was going on definitely, definitely. Uh, oh, and did you know ever hear when you were a kid the Derek and Clive albums? Derek uh, Dudley Moore, and uh, he was Derek. I guess who was? Do you, do you know? I, I don't know. No, no, I've, I've heard of, and I know intellectually what they are. I just, we never had any of that sort of stuff. We didn't really have a stereo. Glenn, have you ever listened, so you've never listened to the, any of the Derek and Clive live nope. album? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, mate. I, I can't even play it because there's, I mean, I mean, I, clearly I can't. I'm guessing they're kind of Spotify and YouTube and that sort of stuff. You, they're on YouTube because I was, I was listening to one, one today. Um, mm-hmm. but you Tell me about that. it. What? Give me an idea. Paint a picture. They sit there. You know, what's his name? The two blokes, um, um, the fat bloke and the thin bloke used to comedians. You just sit up. Two Ronnie's. No, uh, different than that. Smith, Smith and Smith and Alas Smith and Jones. Hale and Pace. No, Alas Smith and Jones. Right. Okay. They would do that kind of sit opposite each other and talk about stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, that was like a sanitized version of Derek and Clive. Okay recorded earlier than that i think late 70s whether they were pissed or not it sounds like they're pissed and they just just talk stuff swearing in the 70s did they have swearing in the 70s (laughs) i don't think i can (laughs) it's probably there's one right he goes they're talking about so basically if you're listening right if you're watching and listening Derek and clyde dudley moore Clive, whatever his name was, uh, two comedians from from the British, uh, Dudley Moore and Peter Cook, right? Uh, They recorded Mm -hmm. live albums where they were, I'm pretty sure they were pissed, uh, and they just sit and talk crap at each other. It's full swearing, um, not very PC, 
um, and and very funny, very very edgy. <laughs> what you'd call edgy now. <laughs> um, so what? So listen, if you tune in, right? Because this over the course of this week, uh, Glenn is going to go away and listen to uh, the Derek and Clive albums. I'm going to do uh, my homework. And, and, and come back and we'll talk about this because because right now this section is is kind of lost on on the fact. Um, <laughs> I was listening to one. Uh, uh, they referenced being at a Tottenham match, and uh, and 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 they having a, a pump. I bumped into him, so I, I told him, I was like, "You're a can," and he, and he goes, "No, you are." And and, and basically, it's this is this like they they have a. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad about saying the C word, right? <laughs> to all our friends, family, and members around the world. So, so you know, to, to some people, particularly our American friends, um, I don't mind the, the odd F bomb, but I, I feel a bit awkward doing the C bomb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway, next week, tune in as we will find out what Glenn thought about Derek and Clive. It's my birthday on Wednesday, Glenn. I'm going to be 47 years old. 47. 47. Blimey. I've got to say, you don't look a day over 46 and 360 days. I know. I think is if I do this right, I, I I think I'm a bit tired, but but overall wrinkles wise and general, general, you know, I'm doing okay. I think I mentioned last week, I got my Thriver results back, didn't I? I told you I was fit and well. Did yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so, so fit, fit and well. Got a metabolic age of I think it's thirty five. So I'm about twelve years younger on my metabolic age. But yeah, one of one of my uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be great because because I've got a girlfriend. She's she's been chit chatting with the kids and they're gonna get me some presents. And um, but I'm but I'm not having a party. You know, one of my one of no, my no party at all. You got to do something to mark the occasion. Well, me and the kids are going to hang out. It's Wednesday's the day that they're normally with me anyway. But what else could I do? I mean, I could book a table at a pub, but, you know, I struggle to rally a social event together at the best of times, let alone come and sit in the cold. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, these days, anyone's going to go out of the, for the, at the drop of a hat. So if you're ever going to be saying, being able to get people out at short notice, now's the time to do it. Oh, yeah. You could be right. I feel out of pra- I feel like I've not... I feel like... <laughs> I feel, how, how'd you go out? How, after a year or so of not really going out, how'd you go out? Like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's, it is a different thing because you have to book it. So, yeah. so yesterday um, I went on the first date I've been on in God knows how long. Um, and I went on a date, yeah. Um, but it's really weird because you, you have to book time slots and t- these time slots have got a finish on them. And in the old days, you know, even if you, even if you went out for dinner and something, you knew you were going to be finished up by a certain point. If you wanted, the, if it was going well, you could just find a bar and wander in, and, and all was good. Whereas this, it was like either five. She, her train went back off to where she lived um, at about half past nine or something, and so it was like five o'clock till eight o'clock, or the next slot didn't start until half past eight or something like that. And so it was like, well, okay, even if it's going really well. What are we going to do? There's there's nothing to do. You, you've got to have your fun, have your drinks in this time slot, scheduled fun, and that's it. And then go home. It could have been like teenage. You could have, you know, drink up, go to the chip shop, bag of chips, <laughs> behind the bike shed, and then back to the 8.30, uh, 8.30 slot. 
Oh, you are ever classy, aren't you? Ever classy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, could could have been, and I'm sure if uh, things had been going well, then uh, then we we may well have continued the afternoon in some way, shape, or form. But uh, yeah, it was it it was an. I've got a thing where it's um. It, there's a big difference between a first date and an only date. So a first date is a first date of more than one. You don't have a first of something, but an only date is where you know this is it, this is done, you know. And I knew it was going to be an only date, not only with a lack of engagement leading up to it, um, but the moment we were walking from the train station to the bar, and we're in London, we're in Paddington, and we're walking through the streets and so on, and I'm talking about, oh, I, I, I'm from London, I love it, it's great city, and all that. So, oh, no, I, I hate London. <laughs> so, what? It's- after you said said, i'm from london she followed it up with i hate london yeah 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 and you know there was part of me there was part of me it was like all right see you later i'm get back on the tube (laughs) but i wanted to you know it's it's nice just to get back in the swing of talking to people and just being around someone and and working out what you can and can't say so you need i needed to practice yourself being more uh risque dropping a few conversational bombs uh knowing that there was not this wasn't going anywhere did did you did you find your did you like challenge did you tickle the sub did, did you like be a bit like risque did you no like, cause that's, that's that's leading the conversation on in a certain direction you know it's not going to go so for me it was just having fun with it um, yeah, I'm just I'm just going to sit. Basically, I'm going to use this. You know, like when when you go in for a run, you need to stretch. You need to warm up. And you need to just get your muscles back into the the, the mindset of we're going to work hard on this. And yeah. this was just me and my, my dating muscles. It was just, okay, let's let's just crack open some of those stories, crack open some of the rhythm, crack open some of the the kind of flow of a conversation and just, just get back into the swing of things. I think she was sent to you as a blessing. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah, because if it started with, I'm from London, response, I hate London. That's about as challenging as it as it gets. She had to be an absolute eight or nine stunner to come back from to come back from that, or or, or hilariously funny, like it was just a room, just a setup. Yeah, she, she and and she was lovely in so many ways, but but no, no, she, she was she was not my girl. Mm. Well, good on there for get, getting out there. I, I noticed in your picture you had a uh, an Estrella, Estrella, Estrella. Estrella uh, yeah, so um, you turn up, you, you, when you book the table, you get a couple of cocktails each anyway. Um, but then when it came to ordering after that, um, so the, the waitress, we ordered a, a pint, pint of Estrella, uh, whatever it is, and then a, a random cocktail. I don't know which one it was. It was a menu, just kind of points What was that frothy thing in the pint glass, though, the tool? Was like, it looks like I had a Mr. Whippy on top, but it, what was that? But, by the way, picture of himself in the pub like well it shared a picture of the drinks actually in the pub i just thought you'd ordered three drinks i didn't realize you were on a date no no i was on a date there and um, but it was great when the bar uh, the bar staff came over and put the drinks out and didn't know who to give which one to because my date had ordered the pint and i'd ordered the cocktail and she was like no, this, this can't be right this this isn't right i mean you you're a man you're, you're not supposed to drink cocktails and you're a woman you're not supposed to drink pints you could see the confusion on their face and it was it was quite nice to 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 bust open those gender norms always challenging norms and conventions tickling i love that and uh, any shots any, any did, so it didn't it didn't go raucous either it kind of stayed no ready. No. no no couple of drinks and that was it couple of drinks nice conversation um chatting about flying and traveling and rugby and all this sort of stuff 
Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not into rugby that much. Just, just don't really care. It's a bit boring. It's just kind of a bunch of blokes shoving each other. Um, and was uh, yeah, national rugby, or was she going down like you know? Team no, she 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 plays rugby. She, you so you went out for a drink with a lesbian? <laughs> no, and, and she she didn't look like your stereotypical. You think of a rugby player? Cauliflower ears. Yeah. Eyes bigger than you. She ordered a pint of bitter, and she said she hates London. What, did, what were you? <laughs> she, she's five did foot. Accidentally did you accidentally swipe? She was a hooker, right? Not that. Not a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> she played hooker <laughs> yeah she i don't know what the, the she's only like five foot three or something like that skinny and like small um but she just loves the game somehow so um yeah she that's what she what she does to get her kicks i take that back to all our um uh, lgbqt uh listeners and viewers you know you don't have to be a lesbian to play ladies rugby um i just happened to have met a few female rugby players who were all lesbians so uh a little little uh backtrack dig myself out of a hole there. <laughs> <laughs> but i just the days of of I, I kind of, I don't know if I miss it or not, but, you know, it, it used to be whenever you went out for a drink, it would always end up in a massive piss-up. There was just no kind of one or two drinks. I, I think, you know, university days, living in London. Um, uh, the, the the girlfriend, uh, she her friend runs a pub, and they said that this last few weeks since lockdown has, has, has meant people could drink outside. They would normally get through one bottle a week of Jägermeister. Same. They're getting... I mean, I mean... Sorry, no, no, far less, far fewer bottles. Carry on, carry on. Yeah. They're getting through 10 a week at the moment. Okay, no, I mean, that's, that's a bit aggressive. They've had, to, they've had to recruit glass collectors because people are drinking so fast, they can't, it's not like they can't, they can't get them in quick enough to let alone wash up quick enough. People are just... What is it? That's one of the things because it, it's like you know when you you, you go you used to go to a pub on a Friday night and it'd be you know last orders and of course everyone would go to the bar and say I'll have I'll have fifteen pints um, and and so they order just order drinks they knew they had to get them and then neck them down in a short period of time because you're running out of time. That's what it's like if you've only got three hours of drinking time, you've got to make the most of that three hours so people turn up lager 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 um, and then stagger off into the distance. Yeah. People say that has been a good change for British culture. It's been, but I think I miss that. I think I think there's a lot to be said for go out. It's like rush, 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 rat assed, like m- absolute madness and mayhem. Then they shut and they kick you out. Then you're all out on the street, like right, mm-hmm. talking to people. We, we oh, just okay. Obviously, people. The fighting was not so ideal, but the the fun and the <laughs> hilarity of it all. Then stumble into some nightclub and, and on you'd go. It's just yeah, there's a, a, a bit of British. Maybe with maybe with Brexit, they'll bring it back. Oh, no doubt they will. If it's something that isn't entirely progressive and positive, then it, that's what Brexit's all about. Let's be honest. <laughs> there's a checklist somewhere. <laughs> Next up, pub opening times. <laughs> oh, I right honourable man from uh, Whitstable. <laughs> yes. Talking about right honourables, I'm I'm eagerly awaiting the uh, the vote count in london um because i am desperate desperate to see how much um how much more how many more votes count binface gets than lawrence fox so lawrence fox uh, as in 
Lawrence, what the guy that was married to the woman who started um, last last minute dot com? Uh, Lawrence Fox. I think he used to be married to Billy Piper. Hang on, or a something like what that. Someone called Lawrence Fox. I don't think well, it's. What? I hope not. He's he's, he's a. <laughs> well, this Lawrence Fox is, and I will happily say it on the record, a racist, xenophobic <laughs> wanker, absolute wanker. Um, and uh, I think you should say what you would think. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a scumbag. Um, but he's standing for election, and he's spent probably. I think his campaign budget was about five million quid. And he was polling in the London mayoral elections at 1%, which is exactly the same as Count Binface was um, doing. Count Binface is um, the same. He's the person who does Lord Buckethead. So he's he's fought against Boris and Theresa May and all that sort of stuff. And he's up for a London election as well. Ah, uh, yes, I see Count uh, Count Bucketface. Count, uh, uh, what's he called? Lord, Lord Binface. Yes. Yes, I think like that. Here we go. For those watching, let's bring this in. We have a little share of the old screenage. There he is. is so British politics at its best. Count Binface tying with Lawrence Fox in London mayoral race. And uh, wow, so is is he is he conservative or independent or what's what's he? I think I I think he's either kind of UKIP type thing or whatever the, the new UKIP is. With UKIP knob knob face, yeah, he's 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 pretty much in that world. Um, he's like a, a, a I heard him described as a, a Waitrose Tommy Robinson. <laughs> That's a good description. Yeah. So even if you don't know who he is, you, oh, you would understand him by by that this, sort of this thing. Headline is this frames it for you. Lawrence Fox vows to reverse London war on motorists. Yeah. Oh, he's also vowed to um, make every school, and he hasn't got the power, even if he was mayor, he wouldn't have the power to do this, but he wants to force every school, every morning, every kid in the school to basically pledge allegiance to the British flag and to force every government and school and every building to be flying British flags. Um, He wants to end lockdown within the next six weeks. Lockdown's already fucking ending in the next six weeks, you knob. Um, (laughs) Every like, and I want this to start in six weeks' time. <laughs> oh, excuse me, Lawrence. <laughs> Shut up, oh, Lawrence. Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it's ended already. <laughs> did he end it already? Okay, next up. <laughs> He's just an absolute <laughs> cock. Did you did you manage to vote? I mean, this is uh, apparently twenty percent turnout in Kent. Twenty percent. It's stupidly low, and I'm part, and I hate this. I hate this, but I'm part of the eighty percent who didn't vote this year, and it's, it's the first time I've not voted since I was eligible to vote, and it was simply because I had to be in work for a certain period, a certain time, and then I was out on a date until um, half past nine at night, so I couldn't get to a polling station in time. The only thing I could have done is wake up at six a.m. and I'll be honest, I was shattered. It's been a, a long few weeks of work and I just didn't wake up in time to get to the polling station before then traveling into London to go to work. Imagine if Lawrence Fox was also running for the uh, Kent uh, police commissioner and, and your one vote meant that Lawrence Fox and won it. You, you say that um, in the 2016 elections, I did the vote count and, um, <laughs> and one yeah, not not all of it. I didn't count every vote. I, I contributed to this, um, and one of the councillors there won their vote, seven hundred ninety-seven to seven hundred ninety-eight. So, no and yeah, the, I've never seen adult human beings so stressed about adding up and counting. 
Um, and there was a handful of like n- no votes and uh, un- unclear votes and stuff like that. And it was, I've never seen it, um, but it, it proves it. it yeah, every vote bloody matters in most elections. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to vote then. This, but I, I've always voted. I, I might have mm. missed one or two in you know, randomly in my life. But And I take my kids every time I vote so they get an idea. So I'm, yeah. I'm including it into them as well, uh, that voting is just what you do. People died and are still dying for the right to vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm all for fining people if, if they – or what I decided was if you don't vote in three or two consecutive elections, you get the right to vote – taken away from you and then to get it it back you have to do something like like a community community service a community spirited action to earn your vote back that's interesting i yeah that that sounds like an interesting manifesto pledge i'll vote for you yeah thank you very much or i'll I'll intend to and i'll probably skip it you know I'm also voting to end lockdown (laughs) (laughs) in six weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what is happening in the realms of lockdown in in about slightly less than six weeks. It's the Istanbul COVID party uh, for all our soccer fans out there, soccer fans. We're talking about the uh, Champions League final. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, If if people weren't um, into football, you know, what's the uh, what's the story? The story is that Chelsea, Chelsea FC of uh, a London-based soccer team owned the by... The London Arsenal. Blues. Um, they have made it to the Champions League final. Uh, and Manchester City, owned by an entire country uh, of oil diggers, uh, they have also made it to the Champions League final. Now, the curious thing about this is that the final is going to be in Istanbul, which is some kind of 3,000 miles away. Uh, made up number, by the way. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah that, so- that bit I've got no worries about because I went to the Champions League final when Spurs played um, Liverpool a few years ago uh, and it was in, out in Madrid. And yes, we could have technically played it at Wembley. Not we couldn't because the UEFA wouldn't let us, but theoretically we could have arranged it so it's in in the uk and it's easier for fans to get to but there was something about going out to madrid going out to a different country and doing that but that was normal times yeah i'd, I'd have done anything to go well i'll say anything if i had a, been offered a ticket i'd have totally been mm. in there um but yeah it just just cracks me up the idea that they're going to give four thousand tickets to chelsea four thousand tickets to man city and eight thousand british people uh, uh, plus a few uh, Russians and Arabs are going to go <laughs> to Istanbul, which is currently on full red alert for COVID. And there's this idea that, that, that it's all going to be all right. And I couldn't understand how, although TalkSport were, were justifying it on the basis that 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 UEFA and sponsors and they they don't they earn it, they deserved it, they couldn't take it away from them two years mm-hmm. running. It's like yeah, but. Because apparently the whole Italian first COVID wave was caused by a couple of super spreader events at Champions League matches where Spanish and Italian teams played each other and then mm-hmm. a week played the, uh, the return leg and just created this massive COVID soup and it, and it, and it went like wildfire. So uh, no surprise the British government have put uh, Turkey on the red list today. So. <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen the green list? Oh, no, I haven't. Who's on the green list? 
Uh, you'll be pleased to know that such islands, uh, such places, such as the Falklands, uh, St. Vincent, um, I think the Faroe Islands are on the green list as well. Basically, it's just a, a whole bunch of islands that, that Britain pretty much still owns. So it's not really... I mean, who the fuck is going to go away on holiday to the Falklands? <laughs> a, a sheep farmer? <laughs> Although, uh, really, they've, they've put yeah. places like... They've, they've put New Zealand on the list. And I'm wondering, like, we can say it's okay for us to go there, but I'm pretty sure New Zealand are going to say, wait a minute, fuck off. You can't come here. We're, you, you you get on the plane. That's fine. You ain't getting in the country. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, it doesn't matter where. Doesn't matter whether you, we're on your list. You're not on our list. Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. I love the uh, this whole thing about Boris and the. Uh, I'd I'd rather see people stacked up. I'd mm. rather see piles of dead people than do another look there. Right. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Not okay with dead people stuff. I'm okay with them like <laughs> shut the door, just get on with some government business. It should be, it should be kind of what do they call it? Chatham House rules. Like once the doors closed, oh, there's, there's only one Chatham House rule. Oh, is there? What? Tell me. Oh, wait, no, it literally is. Everyone says Chatham House rules, um, but the only rule is you, you can say you can repeat anything that gets said in a Chatham House rule meeting. Anything that gets said, you can repeat it, but you can't attribute it to anyone that was in that room. Which is, <laughs> which people often think they ch- ch- that's a chat mouse rule. That's not confidential, you know. And if there's only three people in a room and you, you and one of them's Russian and the, you, the thing that comes out of it is talking about yeah, yeah. Russian politics, you probably can work out who it is. There's a black but, guy yeah. in a Russian, and, <laughs> and one's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so but the idea is if you've got a room full of a hundred people and stuff gets said, anything can be get, anything can be shared. But you just can't say who said what. Ah, the amount of times I've been at a meeting and someone said, "Oh, Chatham House rule." Uh, uh, um, uh, yeah, I guess everyone just figures uh, you can't repeat what's what's been said inside here. But no, yeah. once again, dr- once again, Glenn drops some some fact bombs on us there. <laughs> um, really, really good stuff. I'm gonna, now going to go away and think about all the things that I can repeat that I previously thought I I couldn't. <laughs> I'll have to do like a uh, one of those regressive hypnotherapy things and take me back, take me back, find some random thoughts. Wait, wait, not, wait, oh, that that's hard. scary. That's scary. I, would, I, I, I wouldn't do that. If, if I've forgotten about it, probably it's because I've repressed the memory. The good things that would come out of it would not be worth the bad things. I would totally do re- total recall if I could, you know, just going in and just changing parts of your memory and getting rid of some bad shit and, and putting some new random good stuff in the play. In, in, that happened even if it didn't. There, yeah, but uh, again, Elon, I heard his podcast talking about us being able to do things like that. Like, mm-hmm. put all our memory Sign me up. Take all our money. On a hard drive and, and be able to access them better. Yeah, I think there's, yeah, well, oh my God, that's throwing up some twisted thoughts in my mind. Yeah, let's just stick to the fun ones. Yeah, I'd go back and do some notes <laughs> like that. Uh, although I have got some shocking pictures of me at some of our uh, university days looking like I had definitely overexerted uh, things. <laughs> I have no business looking this healthy. I can tell, <laughs> I can tell By you. By the way, have you, have you bought yourself any good birthday presents? No, I've primed the good lady. Um, and then let the kids – basically, I've set something up so that mm-hmm. she said to the kids, have you thought about what your dad might like? And they said, 
I don't know what they said. But then she said, oh, he was talking about this picture the other day about when you were all on holiday mm-hmm. to the beach. Um, then, of course, my boy sort of brings it up in a very casual way, like I didn't know at all. It was so cute. He was like, oh, you remember that time we were – where would I find the picture of, of, of that? So it was, it was great. He did, he did an awesome job in, in, uh, in bringing the subject up. So, so that's, getting, that's getting handled. And it uh, and, uh, turns out Rosie had some pretty clear ideas, which the good lady uh, is, is, is making happen, yeah. So uh, – but no, I think normally I do buy myself some stuff. But I bought, I bought the Apple Watch. Oh yeah, of course you did. Yeah, about two months ago. So still loving it. I am loving it. How, can you? Have you? I can't work out how to beep stuff with it. Can you? You can must be surely better. Yeah, yeah. I, I use it. I still feel a bit weird when I um, you know, getting on the tube and you just don't you don't even have to double tap it. You just put it over the thing and it, it does the NF the NFC thing. I just had worked out how to actually click and beep like beep it beep it when you like, say beep it you're talking about paying for stuff yeah 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 just there's oh this is, this is going to be awful on podcast but you know you've got your dial there below yeah. that you've got a, a little button yeah. double click it and it brings up your apple wallet and then if you've got like you've got i've got oh, multiple oh, cards oh, that is mega. so i can choose which card i want and yeah. uh yeah robert's your mother's brother Happy days. Happy days. Look at that. Honestly, I, I say this, I've not, I've, I, I don't know where my debit card is. It's in my house somewhere. I've got no idea where it is, but I've been using it for six, for six months on my phone and on, on my watch. I don't know yeah. where the actual card is, but the thing's loaded on. Absolutely mega. So Glenn, we're at 37 minutes, right? Do you remember last week we tried to play the advert game? The advert game. I do remember last week in the yeah. advert game. I've got it sorted, right? I've got it sorted. I can now do audio and visual right so for our podcast listeners you're going to get the audio you remember when you, there was adverts on on, on tv shows and you uh, in that, america, that you couldn't skip you couldn't skip you couldn't skip them at all in america they come flipping every five minutes okay mm. we just used to get a nice little advert break in the middle and at the end right so just enough point, time for you to get to the toilet and back yeah actually quite useful and the adverts were much better back then than they are now so my mm-hmm. brother and i uh, obviously to fill this this void of time, this, this lost time, we created a game called the advert game where that you had the advert came up, you had to guess what the advert was. First person to guess it got the point at the end of the advert break there. Obviously you had a winner, no doubt. Um, we, uh, disagreed about the points and that turned into a fight, but <laughs> the premise of the game is all good. Now you're going to be, you're going to have to turn a little turn around here, Glenn, because, because uh, it's going to put the mask on. Right, uh, do that. Share screen. We're already sharing screen. Oh, just flipping share screen. Uh, and we want the audio as well. So am, ah. I, am, I allowed, am, I, am I allowed to watch the advert? Have I just got to listen to it? It's coming. Right, here we go. First advert. Can Start. I watch it? Can I watch it? I don't know. Well, that doesn't really well, am I, is it Have I got to get it by just the sound? You can watch it if you want, yeah. Yeah, you can okay. watch it in the true okay. true essence of the game. My brother and I will be watching it. Okay, here we go. Timothy. Oh, this is um flake chocolate. It is flake chocolate. Can you hear it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Properly. Well, enough. I can hear it enough. I should be coming through headphones. Yes, that is the flake advert. Very sensual. She's oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. 
she's soaking wet. She's she's eating chocolate like she's doing a blowjob, basically. That's that's and all it was. Yeah, yeah. Actually, gave me the horn. I was watching. I was like, <laughs> I never realised the advert was so horny. Actually, gave me the horn. So next advert. This is going to be easy. As soon as you see the the, okay. the picture, you're going to get it. Can you get it from that? Oh, no, <laughs> no I'm, I'm deliberately not looking underneath. I bloody remember this. What was it? Oh, no, play, press play, press play. Every sportsman must decide on which sport to concentrate. Oh, this is, um, this is a beer advert. Hoffmeister or something like that? Hoffmeister, follow the bear. There we go. Two points to Glenn, a.k.a. a dating dad. Without spillage, the cool... Because that, that, that would have been around in the, in the 80s. And, of course, I was, I was only a kid in the 80s. I was born in 1980. So, um, yeah, I'm really digging into my memory banks here. Hoffmeister, a great lager. Follow the bear. Great lager. Follow the bear. Look at those right. cans as well. I know. Proper adverts. Right, here comes a classic. Third mm-hmm. and final advert. See if you can take it home with three out of three. I don't suppose you have a copy. Oh, this is J.R. Hartley, and this is the Yellow Pages. It is rather old. Oh, you do. Lovely. Yes, yes, my name. J.R. Hartley. <laughs> Oh, the days when you had the yellow pages was a thing. There was no Amazon. He's going from he's going from bookshop to bookshop to bookshop to find his own damn book. And with the expectation that he would eventually find it. You can't do that now. If you mm-hmm. go into town, the idea that you could actually find what you want is slim at best. Twisted. You can go take your phone out and order the bloody thing and have it delivered the next day. But there you are in no. Texas. Not, not even a next day. So I, um, I, I got a little bit of extra money this month, um, and uh, I decided to treat myself. I was gonna, I, I, I was sitting there, laying in bed um, on my Todd, and I'm listening to my Echo, my Amazon Echo thing. Um, it's a first gen one. It's, it's, it sounds alright, but I was thinking, you know, I'm sure they must be better. And I, and I, so I invested in um, there's these Amazon Echo Studios, uh, and it's got. Like instead of I, one little fifteen watt, it's got three hundred watts of power, or something like that. I saw your, I saw your Twitter picture on it. If you, if you haven't, if you're not following Glenn at a dating dad on Twitter yet, then then please do. Uh, I and saw then, your post about it, and 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 I, I, I'm the same as you. I'm like, I can't buy the most basic one. There's got to be a better one, and it does look, it does look meaty. Does it sound good? It's oh, it's it, oh yes, it's fucking glorious it's really really solid nice sound but then i as i was reading so i did my, my due diligence um i noticed a few people saying oh and they're brilliant when you've got two of them in stereo so okay but you know they're not dirt cheap they're about 190 quid or something like that um but then as soon as i got one it was so good i was like fuck now yeah. i know that something can be better and not just that Everyone keeps saying, oh, and there's a sub you can get as well. And it looks cool and you can just put it down and it really adds the low end. And I then as so this thing arrived at sort of 10 a.m. Yeah, about 10 a.m. in the morning. And um, by 8 p.m. that night, the other two things had turned up at my house because I decided that's it. I want Prime is so dangerous because you can just get it instantly. Same day delivery, not even next day delivery. Yeah. This is same day delivery. That you know in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, yeah, 
when the uh, Baron Blomqvist uh, mm-hmm. the car and they put it down in the in the cellar and all the old blokes who are like scientists oh, yeah, yeah. The car trying to work it out all other, the, ro- the roses of success yes all other shops look at amazon prime they're like oh God, how do they bloody do this <laughs> <laughs> get me a car that flies get get me shopping that can be delivered in the same day and oh like, it's dangerous it's dangerous well, I'm not. I'm not kidding, and I'm. I'm not. This isn't an exaggeration. Um, I spent that whole night laying in bed listening to the the beautiful sounds, the glorious music, and had it loud. I was giggling to myself at how good it sounded. It's sometimes you buy something that's expensive and you regret it, uh, but this is one of those things where I bought it and I'm never going to regret having this beautiful I'm all, sound. I'm all in with you on that. Some things just have to be get the premium version. You do need to update your 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 uh, your dating profile now because you have to have a, a future girlfriend has to be tuned into this. She has to appreciate these things as much, surely. Oh, yeah. That, this is the thing. I, I, I'm trying to I'm curating my bedroom for the better my bedroom gets in terms of a place to just spend time and enjoy it, even without me involved. And the fewer women are getting to see my bedroom. <laughs> so I think in my next house, I might just have a, a slab on the floor and, uh, and a dirty old blanket because you know what, that, that might even out the odds a little bit. <laughs> the universe. No, no, I think you're narrowing it down so that the perfect, it's like a, it's like a cut, like a, a, a silhouette, like when, like Cinderella slipper, when, when she turns up, she will just in perfectly and she'll be uh, uh audio file and um she'll she'll like london and and uh <laughs> she'll dress the plan <laughs> that is the plan and i'm i've decided uh, uh, someone reminded me remember we talked about that um photo pub crawl um they reminded me that that pubs are starting to open up again soon so i'm gonna actually get that in the diary for either late june early july i reckon ah well Unless you, I'm sure you've got some photographer friends, but Rick Say in the Team Superdad community, he uh, he's up for doing it. He's up for it. Excellent. Well, Rick, yeah, let's let, let's let's get in touch and uh, yeah, go along and uh, we shall we shall work out some awesome places around the greatest city in the world to take some brilliant photos. And if anyone, any other Team Superdad people want to come, even if you don't want to um, get photos taken for your dating profile, if you just want to come for a nice pub crawl. Why not? You know, there, there's, there's a, it's a perfect excuse to see some of the greatest bars in the world. And I'm going to say, in my opinion, are we are women are welcome on there because I have a good chance that uh, the good lady would like to come to this. I think uh, given I'd, know that. I'd love to it. bring other friends, Glenn. This could be good. Yeah, yeah, this is part of it. I, I, there'll be, I'm going to put it out on Twitter as well, so we don't know who's going to turn up. And there will be women there who will want to have their photos taken. So as much as it's not a matchmaking type event, there will probably be single people there. Yeah. And you can mingle, and at worst, you can big me up. That's all oh, I'm asking. I, I just I want a fleet of wingmen, that's all. If you like good sound in the bedroom, Glenn, it's <laughs> artificially created sound um yeah but if you want to contribute to that by all means i'm sure i can get some sort of karaoke machine well listen i've got i got something to tell you about about the uh the, the relationship update so I, I i made did you see my video about 
at, at the end of the of the duathlon the other week? No, no, I, no, I saw like a, a few seconds at the start of it, but I didn't okay, see the problem, right. so I wanted to speak to you about it. So I, 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 I said, it, it, this this kind of crept up on me, right? I, I'm I'm quite a I'm quite a I'm quite an all in type person, right? So. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm, I'm quite emotionally led. So when things are going well, like I can get a bit carried away from me. Hence how I ended up proposing to uh, my former wife after being together for six weeks. So I have been conscious of keeping all things in check, but it just kind of crept up on me. So as I'm talking about the duathlon and I was like, oh, yeah. And it was absolutely mega to 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 to, to finish and and have someone there, someone you look forward to seeing, someone that you love, someone that you. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa 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 sweet child of mine back up was was that was that it just came out it just came out it just it was just the L word yeah i dropped the album yeah i dropped the album did she know this did she hear it well no so then i was left in a quandary about whether she had heard it or not so also, i made did you intend to say i mean did you was it just like a, a throwaway phrase or and I don't, I don't know if this is a place to get deep and meaningful. Do you do you mean it in the way that that society means love? Well, having inadvertently said it, but very naturally said it, and and by the way, after that, we sat and hung out by the car as everybody mm-hmm. kind of left, and the sun was shining, and we were just sat literally by the car hanging out, chatting. Sun was shining on us. My legs were throbbing like an <laughs> bastard. And um, and it was just lush. It just felt it felt really cool to be with someone that was just wanted to be there and great to be. Mm-hmm. So um, so and it was just after that, after she left, it was just after that that I, that I made the video. So so then I was then I was kind of like, oh well, I was like, oh no, did she did she hear? Did not hear? So it just like kind of played on me about whether that was exactly how I was how I was feeling or not. So um, so yeah, so, so I just I just it's just I'm enjoying I'm enjoying things developing. I mean I mean I'm enjoying things developing. And and mm-hmm. I, what I, what I want to say to our team super dad audience is that is at 47 as I'm going to be on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know what I want out of, out of a, of a relationship now. Yeah. And, and I know what a dickhead I've been in the past. <laughs> uh, uh, and I think having that clarity and confidence in, and being really upfront and honest about things right from the start, like nothing really hidden, what I want, how I feel. Um, mm-hmm. um, and, and meeting someone who's who's very much my equal in those ways, she's kind of the same. So one mm-hmm. minute we're talking about, the next minute we're talking about health and how, you know, like not very well this or doing all right that. Then we're talking about work and ideas for that. And then we're uh, having a laugh about favourite movies and what type of gin and tonic we're having. So it's, it's just Plus, she's fit as hell. So, like, <laughs> every time I see her, I go, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is epic!" Um, so, yeah, so it just came out. It just came out. So, I, I think uh, it, it's, what I'm saying is, it's, it's important to, to to be clear about what what you want. But then, when something that is exactly what you want walks into your life, mm. um, uh, I kind of, I kind of just couldn't help myself, really. 
So uh, it's 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 cool. I I, I think uh, I see a lot of single dad groups and parenting groups and people mm. talking about oh I can't this I can't find someone it's not worth it no one loves me what's the point literally so much what's the point what's the point and um, loves the point yeah those those people can't have ever felt love because anyone who's ever felt love properly not not love doesn't last all the time and. You know, things happen and, and life happens and doesn't last forever, perhaps. But while it lasts, it, it imprints upon you. It changes you. And it's it's addictive in a way that it, you just it feels so good that it's worth the pain. It's worth any problems that go along with it. If it does end for all the amazing things. And so to realize you're feeling that way and you've got that within you still, that's that's the point. That's the point of life. What's the point of life if you're not going to love and you don't feel the, the the happiness that that could bring? You can love yourself by all means. Um, I always say that my life's a 10 out of 10. I feel absolutely solid, happy and all this sort of stuff. But with the right person to love, it will be an 11 out of 10. And that's what we're all aiming for. That's what we're hoping for. And I'm so chuffed that you're on that path and you're feeling that side of things yeah it's good it's good it's it's good to let yourself open it's good to notice mm. it's good to smell the rain in the morning see a bird in a tree watch the changing color of the sun come up like if if, if you're close to all of those things then i don't think you're going to notice that that you're falling in love with someone or, or mm. that that's okay so so i guess the next stage is to uh to tell her to her face uh, and there's no time limit on that i know well, point... <laughs> so i have done that already basically you have how'd she take it uh she took it well she, she i think she she i think it was it it, it was what am i trying to say so I think it was a bit like, oh, uh, honestly, I think it was a bit like, oh, uh, mm-hmm. but I've also, it's like there was, it's like a, like there's a layer of our communication and, uh, and connection that has increased since, um, because I think, I think, I think we might, given that I'd accidentally said it and then I, then I said it, I think she was sort of feeling the same way or at least having feelings like that and um mm-hmm. what followed was a conversation it was like well she's like well i'm i'm I, I feel the same and i'm and I, I feel like i'm in this for the for the long run you know um and and I, we were like we were both like and that doesn't mean anything mm. like because because you can say that when you're 47 years old it's like it there's no there's no significance or expectation here but by the same token I don't want to be with someone I don't want to be with. Let's, let's, let's enjoy this. You know, yeah, I guess it's about saying something that is absolutely true in that moment. And right at that moment, you believe it and you feel it. And that's honest. You know, how it pans out is, is the future's issue. But at that moment, the fact you're both seemingly in the same place and you're both looking at the same sort of direction, the same sort of future, the future will sort itself out. But right now, that's magical, man. That's, 
that's yeah. that's a really amazing moment and to to know you're in that moment and to acknowledge that and recognize it whilst you're in it rather than looking back in the past and saying oh it was quite good actually i, w- I wish i'd realized it at the time that's that's a huge thing yeah, i'm just i'm just pondering that yeah i t- I, I i totally agree uh, um I, I i think that people that don't let themselves f- flow i think you're missing you're missing stuff you know you could mm. you could spend weeks trying to work out if it was right or not you could spend and i'll tell you something as well this is probably a bit too a bit too real for, for to, to broadcast <laughs> anyway um when you meet someone when i first met uh, met, met the girlfriend you know she's attractive but you, you start like oh is she this or is she that or is she you know what's 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 wrong with her like looking for things that are that are wrong um and and to judge people like that on the first, second, or third time you've you've met them isn't isn't right. Like she's way more she's she's an attractive woman, right? But she's she's even more attractive now. And mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Maybe that maybe maybe that's the same for everybody. You, you don't. Sometimes you meet someone and fall head over heels in love with them. Other times there's a, a natural connection before the the attraction. Um, other times you're attracted and then realize they're a dickhead, I guess, I guess. but <laughs> to, 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 to meet someone and just be like, this is pretty awesome. And just allow different levels to keep coming at me and get to know someone deeper and deeper and deeper. And, and, and then, and then fall for them in, in, um, um, fall for them in more ways. I think, I think people shouldn't, people shouldn't put too much on those first few dates you know if, if there's definitely mm. not a connection there's not one but but equally if it, if it feels remotely good then then go with the flow and allow yourself to to get to know the person to enjoy them to start to see them in in different lights in different ways i'm not a big fan of makeup mm-hmm. so the first time i saw her without makeup on i was like i was like ah <laughs> there, there you are and you're even more attractive without makeup. I'm a bit weird about makeup. I think women, mm. an attractive woman looks generally more attractive without makeup, in my opinion. Drag queens <laughs> aside. <laughs> yeah, drag, tween, drag queens tend to, uh, to to look more characterful with, with a face full of, of a slap on it. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely find drag queens more attractive. By, by the way, just, just for the record, um, slap is is like, <laughs> it, it, it's, I don't know if it's Cotley Ryman's name, it, it's, it's slang for makeup. It's, it's, I'm, I'm not advocating anybody goes out and slaps a drag queen because usually they will knock you the fuck out. They're badass. They are badass. <laughs> I've never, uh, I've never, I've never seen a drag act, I don't think. I'm not, not live. No, I don't think live, no. Oh man, they are, they are a lot of fun. Um, in fact, we should go um, at some point. You, me, and uh, and Sharon are going to go to Madame Moo Moo's, uh, which is a, a kind of a drag club cabaret type evening in Maidstone because we both live in Maidstone or near, near there or thereabouts. Yeah. And uh, afterwards, there's a nightclub next door. And uh, I remember going in there once and, and doing the thing. And then afterwards, yeah, there's a little bit of dancing happens upstairs. And and the the, the drag queen who, who Madame Mumu um, was just basically going around, and you could see all this is this is Maidstone, isn't it? It's fucking load of geezers. They've just been dragged out by their birds. I don't fucking I don't know this. And of course, this drag queen would just 
just walk up to him and start dancing and grinding and um, embarrassing the shit out of him. And then she's come over to me um, and she didn't realize I can slut drop with the best of them. Um, and so, yeah, absolutely went to town. It was one of the most enjoyable dance offs I've ever been involved in. Well, my dancing is very rave like um, I, I, um, uh, I'm all legs and arms, basically. Uh, it looks like a daddy long legs on his back, basically. Oh. <laughs> I'll say my, my, my style is definitely classed as enthusiastic. And that's about the best <laughs> best way you can describe it. I'm a way, I think I'm a way better dancer than I actually am. That's and sure. that's the way it should be. Just enjoy it. See, I, you know, there's the old phrase, dance as if nobody's looking. Fuck Fact. I dance as if everybody's looking and they all think I am the best fucking dancer in the world. So here's my best dance slash rave story, right? We were at a, 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 a rave underneath this like warehouse thing uh, in, in, in East London. I, I couldn't tell you where it was because it was the middle of the night uh, and I didn't drive, but it was awesome. It was one, definitely one of the best parties I've ever been to. And at one point I was in the, in, in one of the rooms on a, on a podium at the front. And it was like mm-hmm. pretty high up. And as I was on the podium dancing, one of the lights shone from across the side of the room onto the wall next to me. So I'm dancing. It's a rave. It's in the nineties. So clearly I'm, I'm, uh, had some extracurricular uh, um, uh, <laughs> ingredients in the evening. So I'm looking at the I'm, I'm looking at the thousands of people, right? I'm also looking at the wall and this kind of dancing thing in the in the circle of the light. And at whatever point, as I'm watching this, I realise that it's my shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I realised that it's my shadow in this overwhelming moment of like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I I kind of, I overcooked it and slipped off the front of the podium and kind of did this sort of stage dive into <laughs> people, uh, which was more like a, 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 a crash basically um, and got a nosebleed, which, uh, which was a curious experience as well. But, but the moment I realised it was my shadow, is, is ingrained in my memory banks as an nice. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous 19 year old i think i played rugby the next morning as i recall which is <laughs> one of the weirdest games of rugby i've ever enjoyed still off your tits exactly yeah 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 so um next time we do this glenn i'll be older i'll be i'll be 47 um yeah that's amazing I, i've we haven't really talked about goals and and targets i think i'll do that next week i every year i kind of have this idea that by the this time next year rodney it will be like I'll be a millionaire yeah 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 um i hadn't factored in uh, a pandemic i must admit um so <laughs> so the big blip uh of 2020 doesn't really count but but nonetheless i'm not quite where i want to be financially but uh relationship my kids are great i'm fit and healthy um I've got a mildly uh, in, in successful and hugely enjoyable podcast. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, it's all, all, all set to go. This time next year, Rodney, indeed. You'll have nailed all five of the Fs. Yes, and that is not a drag uh, quintet. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> on that note by the way if you are listening watching towards the end then thank you for staying this long it is a real pleasure to have had you all the way um you can join in with the wrap-up just by commenting as we're going along um we didn't have any comments tonight which are they all in the post oh, late it's late on a friday night yeah i can understand why we haven't yeah, got the uh drinking jägermeister with uh, rugby playing ladies i know that to be true <laughs> next week buddy i will see you on the wrap-up look forward to it happy birthday in the week man yeah man thanks for watching guys team super dad out bye this has been team super dad find us at team join the program and create the best life ever for you and your children you are not alone You're on Team Super Dad.